Welcome to episode 122. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. I love this topic. It is one of the most frequently asked questions on retreats, in workshops, in online programs, and it's how do we talk to our partners about what we're doing? Um, how do we have this conversation with our families, with our friends, with our loved ones? How do I share something that maybe they don't even have language for? How do I share these really vulnerable experiences? Do I even share these vulnerable experiences? To what degree do I share these experiences that I'm having? And this conversation, of course, can be specific to rewilding work or reunion work or some of the spaces and workshops and programs that we hold, but it goes way beyond that too. So really just any experiences or any themes or topics or areas of life where we find it tough to share with others. Um, lots of tips we go through kind of surface level tips and surface level tips are not bad. They're beautiful. Um, but you know, how we can find the right language, how we can frame things, how we can create curiosity, all, you know, just some of those things. And then we go deeper. So of course, as if we're going to do an episode and not go deep, but going deeper into, you know, what are our maybe motives behind sharing or not sharing? What is this showing us? What is arising in, in this for us to look at? Um, so we kind of bounce around. We have a little bit of fun. We talk about the reunion experience. We invite you to join the reunion experience if you didn't do it with us in February or if you did and you just want to do it again. My dad's doing it. So hang out and listen to this episode and you'll kind of see it's my dad's birthday tomorrow and so he's on the live as it's being recorded and you'll I'll let you I'll I'll leave um I'll leave a bit of curiosity there for you but you can kind of like hear the conversation and how it unfolds but my dad is doing uh the seven days of reunion experience which is infinitely um exciting and joyful for me and just beautiful and yeah so I get to share something with a loved one, even in the episode. Like, how good is that? Uh, you get to <laughs> kind of experience an example of things firsthand of the topic we're talking about. I just love how this world works. Okay, that's enough for me. Enjoy this episode. I want to make this experiential, at least a little bit. And so if we were going to make it experiential, there's an invitation right now to just feel into your own life, right? Just like... Take a couple of breaths and come into your heart. Just, you know, just kind of drop right into your own being and feel into family, feel into if you have a significant other, feel into communities, feel into friends. Just, just kind of let that happen. Just kind of create those links, just kind of create those feels. And then, you know, you can feel into, okay, family. Like how vulnerable can I be with my family? How open can I be with my family? And just for, just for a bit of fun and to bring a bit of like tangibleness to things, on a scale of one to 10, 
how vulnerable and how open can I be? Scale of one to 10 and how fully me. So vulnerable, open, fully me can I be on a scale of one to 10 with my family. 10, I've, I hold nothing back, right? Like I just, I was in rewilding. I did this reunion workshop. I was vomiting in a bucket. I did heart warrior. Then I went into the basement and then da 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 right? It's a 10. One is like, hi, my name is Sabrina. That's it. That's as far as I'm going. <laughs> and so just feel and just kind of give it a, give it a rating one to 10. And then you can, you know, shift over and feel into if you have a significant other, or you can think about a significant other in the past and you just kind of feel, you could, you could actually like have some, I said, we we're going to have some fun today. You could actually go through like all of your significant others in the past and go like, okay, that was a eight. Oh, that was a two. Interesting. Okay. That was a five. You could go through just, we're having fun today. We said we were having some fun. So you can kind of feel into that space and then you feel into friends or different friends, you know, or different groups that you belong to. Like how vulnerable, how open can I be? Scale of one to 10. And this is just a good kind of taking inventory. It's just a good reflective, really quick, really simple practice. And then we do that first and then kind of feel into... <laughs> funny that we're going here just kind of feel into a pain point I know I know I said we're having fun and now I'm like let's go to the pain point shocking right so feel into like where it pains you to not share like, like find that that vulnerable emotional point where wow I really wish I could share this with my partner or Wow, I really wish I could share this with my family. I, it, hurts, it hurts me that I can't speak openly or I don't feel like I can speak openly about this. And just, like, let's honor it for a minute. Like, let's just honor how we feel. And, you know, maybe you have a lot of hurt there. And maybe there's a lot of memories there. Maybe there's a lot of experiences there. And maybe there's not many. Maybe there's one that really stands out. And we're just kind of, again, this is just part of the sort of taking inventory and just being honest and being real with ourselves and letting ourselves see. Like, given a moment where we can step outside and we can be the witness and we can just let ourselves see ourselves, let ourselves see, like, wow, it really fucking hurts that I can't share this openly or I don't feel like I can share this openly or, wow, it really fucking hurts that or it makes me so sad that this, and, and let's let those emotions be there. We can still have fun, I promise. We'll get back to some fun. But let's also just really honor what this conversation might mean for you and, and what it might touch on for you. Um, so now that we're kind of in that space of sort of self-reflecting and feeling into different relationships. And, and this conversation is not just about like rewilding or reunion or these experiences. And of course it, it, it is, and it's kind of what inspired this conversation, but it's also way beyond that. And so letting it serve you in that way and letting it gift you way beyond what we do together, way beyond. And, and this is coming about 
this conversation at this time, really because we just came off of reunion experience. And there were 7,000 men and women who went through seven days of workshop. And, and for some of them, these, these sort of journeys and explorations have been things they've been doing for a long time. And for some, this is brand new, brand new. And it's like, <laughs> how do I, what the fuck? <sighs> um, so it's inspired by that but allowing it for all of us to be beyond that. It's to, you know, have a conversation. How do we share vulnerable things that might not be in someone else's wheelhouse? How do we share something that might not even be a language that someone has around these things? How, and how do we really like honor self in it, honor the sacredness of some of the stuff that we do, honor, you know, how it feels for us, how close to keep things to the chest. I sometimes we'll talk about, you know, in, in retreats or in workshop spaces or even in reunion experiences, don't chat away the grace. Like don't, don't chat. I, and, and for me, and I, it's not even me saying that to anyone else, like I don't want to chat away the grace. I don't want to chat away the grace. Like the minute I bring words to this, I'm, I'm dulling it, I'm dimming it, I'm diminishing it. And it's not even that I'm dulling it, dimming it, diminishing it for another person. I'm actually like hurting myself in the chatting away of the grace. I'm, I'm, I'm hurting myself in it. Um, and I'm maybe doing it out of pattern, pa patterning or out of I feel like I feel obligated to tell my partner what I've been doing in the bedroom every day for seven days for a half an hour. So sometimes it's maybe out of obligation. We feel like we have to tell someone. So I think that's how I want to start this conversation is it's maybe the first point to touch on is, you know, in some of these places, it's, it's sometimes really just to go, why am I sharing this? Am, am I sharing this because it true, it's, it's, it, it truly serves to share this, right? It, or am I sharing it out of obligation or out of some other, some other surface levely place, right? Or some other place that's not necessarily like deep, deep truth, deep truth. And so that's one of the questions, especially when we do, you know, this like deep inner work that we do together, especially when we start to explore our spiritual paths and especially when we start to have awakening experiences or we start to do shadow work or we start to do and and some of these experiences that we have and that many of you had in reunion experience that it is one nearly impossible to find words to and two when we do find words it, it we end up feeling this for how it feels to me is i start to feel empty and you can feel what your markers are when you're chatting away the grace, but I start to feel, and actually in pop-up live number six or seven, I think I do six and seven together. In that pop-up live, I chat away the grace. I thought, like you can see me like right publicly and you can see me call myself out when I do. Some of you might remember it and some of you are going through reunion experience coming up, but you can see I start to chat about the divine feminine. I start to chat about Shakti and the divine feminine and I go, 
this actually, I, I do not feel like I'm being respectful of the experience. I feel like I'm doing a disservice to this. I feel like I'm disrespecting my deep reverence for this energy. You can see it. So if you haven't seen it, like you can go back. I think all the pop-ups are actually still in our Facebook group. They are. So if you want to go like watch me bust myself where I'm legitimately giving you the best example of chatting way the grace you can find that maybe we'll like pin it or something so we'll, I don't know I think it's six and seven anyways um, that's kind of the first like offering that I would love to share with us is to just feel I remember Carolyn Mace um, years and years and years ago when I used to listen to a lot of her stuff I remember her saying fly under the radar like when you're on your spiritual path and, and you're starting to open up to these experiences or really open up to your inner world or really starting to like have soul connection with yourself, like she would always say like fly under the radar until, and I'm using my own words, but un until we have like the strength and the stamina to stand out in the world and, and to you know, allow that very like, maybe it's just like a, a, a thread of a connection that's happened between with our soul, right? And, and it needs to be just like held and nurtured and loved for a minute or for a week or a month or a year or 10 years or the rest of our lives, right? And, and so just like holding on to that. There's my dad, sorry, I gotta point out my dad. My dad is here, yes, dad, it's my dad's birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, dad! Um, way to pop it on the soul thread moment. Um, <coughs> so, so feeling into that, you know, flying under the radar, there are times when it's like, I don't have the soul stamina or I don't have the capacity or I don't have the strength necessarily to be seen or to receive the judgment. So now here's a little bit of a poking at shadow. Here's a little bit of a, I'm going to just, ugh, it's hard to walk into this, but I'm going to see if we can gently with a whole lot of love, walk our way into this, um, this, this place of, oh, how do I, how do I open that door for us? Let me feel this, this place of, you know, what is my intention behind sharing? what is my intention behind sharing? Where is it coming from? Is it like I need to be seen? Like I, and I'm not saying from a place of it's actually like the seeing, the, the honoring, the reverence part of it, but the like little needy girl in me needs to be seen, right? And I, this is asking us to get radically honest with ourselves and be super vulnerable and there's no judgment. Like we have to be very compassionate too when we're kind of, kind of poking, poking at this, um, like more hidden, more unconscious side of things. And, and so I know we've gone really, really deep and I will get to surface level tips too, right? Like finding common language and things like that. But I want to just hold this here for another quick second and just feeling into what's here for you and maybe feeling into past experiences of where I'm sharing this deep inner work or I'm sharing some of my spiritual experiences, but I'm actually sharing because I'm trying to like show off or I'm trying to show, um, show that person up or I'm trying to one up them, right? Like this is just us getting real with ourselves. 
this is just us getting real with ourselves. Or I'm sharing um, to bring value to myself or worthiness to myself. Or I'm sharing um, for some reason that's not really just like I authentically feel like serving, sharing serves me and serves you and serves the moment, right? It's coming from a different place. We have like a, a like a little self agenda with it or like any little egoical like threads are attaching. And sometimes it's easier to, to think about another person doing it because we can see others so much easier than we can see ourselves. And so maybe just thinking about a time when you've heard another sharing an experience or, you know, talking about something and, and you can feel the, the agenda behind it. You can feel the threads behind it there. It's a power play, you know, like I'm going to share this experience because I'm, I'm actually wanting to overpower you in this moment, or I'm going to share this experience for reason, reason, disempower, whatever it is. And so that's kind of our deep dive. <laughs> Um, during, I feel like it's everybody's birthday today. I'm missing all of this fun. Like everyone here, I feel like you're all chatting and you're all having a really good time. My dad's celebrating his birthday. I'm seeing other like happy, happy birthday. Um, St. Charlotte, St. Pat's day. Happy birthday woman. Um, I'm in like the deep trenches and everyone's just celebrating my dad. Way to go dad. No, I'm just kidding. I love it. I think it's Perfect. I was going to swear and then I'm watching myself and I know my dad doesn't care if I say fucking beautiful. I think it's so beautiful to just be weaving the fun and the depths and the joys and all of that together. Um, okay, so that's that piece of it. So kind of talking on this. <laughs> Happy birthday, everyone. <laughs> I love that. Who was it? That's Hannah. I love it, Hannah. Um, so kind of talking still along the shadow line and, and our intentions and getting real with ourselves. <laughs> I remember hearing this. Who was it that first? James Finley. He might not be your kind of dude, but I love James Finley. He's got lots of YouTube videos out there. I love him. Um, love him. He studies like all of the old saints uh, and the old like Christian mystics. And I just, for whatever reason, I love James Finley. So he has this voice that'll put you right to sleep. I literally listen to him going to sleep. It's so good. Okay. Um, and in something somewhere along the lines, he just calls it out so beautifully in his sweet voice that lulls you to sleep. And he's like, let's not have this need to be unnecessarily weird. <laughs> and at the time I heard it, which was years ago, I think I was doing a little bit of that. Like, I think I was trying to be a little bit unnecessarily weird. And it was really a good, like, kind of pointing. I, I, like, it was great for me to hear that. And, and it was how this relates to our conversation was, and how this relates to us, like, really being honest with ourselves. Like, where are we sharing from? What is our intention? And... And it was just really, really beautiful the way that he says it. And he says it with so much love and lulling you to sleep. But he's like, you know, do we have to, to, to be so extraordinary and so weird? Or, or can we find like common ground? 
can we find this common ground and this common language to communicate things? You know, are we coming, now I'm taking it to my own level, this is not James Finley, but are we coming into the conversation already with this intention or uh, intention or, or feeling of like pushing things or, you know, like creating some friction, which sometimes that's what serves. Sometimes that is absolutely what serves is the friction. But would it serve maybe to come with the intention of, I'm actually intending to connect here. I'm actually intending to find a flow. I'm actually intending to find some common ground or find a common language to speak. I'm, I'm actually intending to connect through this instead of I'm, I'm coming in already believing there's a huge disconnect and I'm just creating even more of a disconnect. I'm going to tell you how much further apart we are or how much more different we are. I, I know, I know some of this is like, oh my God, Sabrina, like I just want some fucking tips on how to talk about this weird shit that we're doing in workshop. Okay, I will get surfacy in a minute. Um, that kind of brings me up to a little bit of a surfacey thing. Well, let's, let's, let's go to the surface. We'll hang out on the surface for a minute. Finding common language. This was from a comment. This was inspired from a comment in the Facebook group. Finding a common language. I know that when I can share an experience, I can share wild experiences and wild things that I've seen and witnessed and done. And I can share it with the people in my life who has that sort of a thing is just does not even exist for them. But I can weave in through metaphor or I can speak. It's, I'm thinking of my brother, for example, right? And if I can share this monster experience and I can weave it in through like a, an example through carpentry and building a house. It's kind of, you know, it's like, it, James, you know, it's like, when you start building a house and you, you know, you have no idea what sort of pitfalls you're going to fall into and you have no idea, you know, when, when the materials or what materials aren't going to show up and then how you're going to have to readjust them. I'm totally making up a random story here. I've never, but, but that's an example of, you know, can, can we like get real if we do want to connect and we do really genuinely want there to be some flow Right, and we, we want to genuinely want to share. We don't, we don't, we're not going into the conversation, you know, getting real about our intention. We're not going into the conversation to push something more further away, or we're not going into the conversation to, to show off how weird we are, or to show off how fucking spiritual we are, which is just like spiritualizing the ego. We are actually genuinely wanting to connect and wanting to share and wanting there to be a flow of energy, you know, how can we, how can we, if that's our intention, we are wanting that, right? We, we want that. And so if, if we're coming in and, and, and we can adjust a little bit, adjust the language a little bit when it feels right. Again, this is all about like what's true for you. And I'm just giving different tips and throwing all kinds of different things, some deeper, some more surface level sort of things. I used to teach public speaking. So for those of you who don't know my my life, I'm revealing like all of the secrets. I grew up in Wisconsin, cheesehead, Packer fan. Um, when I lived in Australia for a few years, I taught public speaking skills. And so, <coughs> um, 
by the way, you never say, um, no, I'm just kidding. And totally joking. <laughs> I'm just being like my own public speaking coach at the moment and how I would rate myself. I think right now I would give myself about a six, maybe a seven. In public speaking, you adapt to the audience, right? You would, <laughs> you, you, you speak to the audience before you even write a speech, before you even think about where you're gonna, you feel into the audience. How does the audience talk? You know, what are the audience's desires? What, what will keep their attention? Um, what are the connection points? How, what lingo do they use? Right? It's like you come to that place. So again, I'm just offering some different tips and some different, and I can feel in some of us, there's this roar. So I want to just point that out. Now I'm giving myself an eight because this is me reading the audience. Even though I'm flying blind, I can't see, but I can feel it. And so I can feel there's this roar of that just where you just want to go, fuck you, get up to my fucking level. And I totally honor that, totally honoring that too. Right? It, this is not either or, this is both and. I'm totally honoring how frustrated we, we are around not being able to talk openly in our language at this fucking level. Like, why do I always have to go to that level? Why do I have to talk carpenter language when I actually just want to talk about God, right? Why do I have to say mother nature when I want to say the divine feminine? Like, fuck, this is annoying. And I agree. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I agree. And so let's just let that be, let, let that be there and, and honor that, honor the roar, honor the rage, honor the fuck. Why is this world not as conscious as, as it could? Why, how is it that we can't be having, we are not having these conversations? I, I hear you and I feel you. Right. And so I get if some of these things that I'm sharing are pissing you off because they piss me off too, right? But it's really feeling in, do I want to connect? Do I legitimately want to share? And if I do, then given the current world that we live in and possibly the current relationships that we have and the current people that are in our lives, we have choice. We, we, we've, got, we've got choice. We've got, we've got choice. So... Um, here's another thing. This makes me want to cry a little bit. Whew, I thought we were going to have fun today. I'm raging. I'm crying. Man, oh man. This is one hell of a moon, at least for me. This is one heck of a just energetic time in my life too. Um, so this part that like really brings emotions and really brings like, it's very, very touching for me is, you know, like <laughs> this piece of, honoring others path um, honoring on <laughs> and I can rage and I can roar and I can be very passionate about wanting to speak the, in this language and wanting to speak these experiences and wanting to all and wanting the world to be more conscious and to be more love-filled and to be more awake and to da -da 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 -da, all of those things and then there's this part of like if I'm asking for the the freedom and if I'm asking someone to honor my path, right? I'm, I'm all of the people in my life. I'm, I'm asking them to just honor who I am and what I love and what lights me up and where I'm led and just honoring. Uh, like if I'm asking them to honor my path, 
I darn well better be honoring theirs. Like, right? And honoring that their path may not look like mine. And it may not be to walk the same spiritual line that I'm walking or a similar line. And it may not be to even really think about consciousness or even really think about becoming more loving or more light-filled. And, and it's just this like honoring of another person's soul. And once we go to that place, once we go to that place, communication gets really different. It gets really different. It gets really easy because I'm now like, it's like soul to soul, you know? And it's like, I see your path. I see your path. I see that your path is carpenter, father, brother, son. I see it and I honor it and I respect it, right? When we're at that place, it's, 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 it's beautiful. It's beautiful and how our paths do cross with other people and how it's a dog, he agrees. See, my path crosses with his path. <laughs> He's like, yeah, mom, I don't want to be that conscious. Not in I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so. <laughs> um, Amy, I love that one big messy puddle of feelings today. Glad it's not just me. Oh, sister, is so not just you. <laughs> I think I've cried eight times today already. Yesterday, I'm not sure I stopped crying, really. Um, it is beautiful to be this feeling, though, and this emotional. Okay. Um, so I would love to, in the chat box, again, I only see every like fourth or fifth comment, but I would love to just open a space for all of us here live or those watching the replay or those who are maybe watching this on YouTube or listening to on the podcast. You can kind of find different places to share. Our Facebook group's always a great place to share. But those of us on the live, if there's anything that you have to share, like now's a great time or even this week, um, or whenever you listen to this, if there's anything you want to share, we'll open up a post in the Facebook group. Leo, can you manage that? I think you're, I think I've seen you here pop in here and there. But um, Leo, if you could start a post, by the way, Leo is a longstanding member of the rewilding team. And you'll have seen that she was who was um, popping up all the reflective posts during the reunion experience. Um, so Leo, if you could leave a post that just kind of opens up a thread around um, sharing any other wisdom we want to weave in here. Anything else. We have so much wisdom in our circle. We have so much wisdom in our space. And so um, just if anyone wants to share here in the comments, anyone wants to share on that post, I think that would be really, really beautiful because I know that there's way more beyond just this conversation. Way, way more just beyond, beyond this conversation. Um, so there's two points that I want to share. Um, one is surfacy, one is deep. Um, so let's do the surface one. And this goes back to like public speaking skills trainer, which is so funny. I was like 10 lifetimes ago. I can't even believe I did that. It's so weird to me. But <laughs> these are so surface level. My God, it's hard to talk surfacy, but there might be some good tips in here. So if we're talking about 
having a conversation with another and we feel into our audience and we feel into, you know, how can I create connection? How can I like speak their language if I genuinely am wanting to connect and I'm genuinely wanting to share and it feels really, really true to share. Going to um, this place of framing it. And this was another inspiration from a comment too, like how do we frame this? And if we kind of go to the audience, then the next step in public speaking would be we've, you know, we've done our audience analysis, we're really starting to feel into it. And then we go into what's in it for them, right? I don't, this is so surfacy, so surfacy. But I hear a lot of times, like, my partner's not interested. My, my, my partner's not interested. Like, they just don't care, they're not interested. Tell them why they should care. Tell them why they should care, right? Like, babe, this is extraordinarily valuable to me. And I feel like in sharing this, <laughs> sorry, my brain just wove in some fun. I'll get there in a second, but like here's the conversation, like this is really important to me and I feel like in sharing this, this will deepen our connection. I feel like in sharing this, it will actually open us up to a new level of openness and trust in our relationship. I feel like if I can share some of this with you, it'll remove some of the uh, blocks between us or some of the can you just feel that energy? <laughs> I don't even know like what I'm trying to say, like some of the, you know, where we're not connecting. I, I feel like if I can share this, we're going to be making hot, passionate love in about an hour, right? Like that's going to get the old hook. Um, that was the funny part that I was laughing about um, for a moment. And we do a lot of sacred sexuality work here. Right. And so, but it, let's be real about this. And if we can just say like, here, this is what's in it for you. This is what's in it for us. Like, this is, this is why I want to share it with you. This is why I want to share it with you. And, and this is, you know, what we could stand to gain from, sh from sharing this. Um, yeah, that was the other like surface level piece that I want to talk about. And I've got like a thousand other things that I could share on that level, but um, I don't want to keep going on and on and on. We've already been together for 45 minutes. So I'll share one last little piece. Um, and it's kind of deepening, um, deepening into things. And this is, you know, kind of inviting us all to be radically honest and giving us an opportunity, which a lot of our circles and a lot of our just explorations together and podcasts and however we're all hanging out, which is in like, it feels like a thousand different places at the moment, but um, is, you know, my aim is always to give us this place of, you know, maybe seeing things about ourselves that we wouldn't normally see, um, opening up to things in ourselves or shifting things in ourselves that we maybe wouldn't normally see. Um, so I'll leave us on that. Um, and it's in our going back to self-reflective. So let me take us back into there. Let's make this a little bit experiential for us again. And then, yeah, we'll make it a little bit experiential. So going back to feeling into the, the pain point 
So if you weren't here for them, we just felt into different relationships, how open we can be on a scale of one to 10. I can be a 10, totally, totally vulnerable, totally open with this person. This family system, I can be like a five. This this group over here, I'm like a three. And, and it's just a way, a doorway in. And then we felt into like a pain or it hurts. It, it hurts that I can't share this with this person. It, it's like there's, there's a hurt there. There's longing. It could be longing or it could be showing up as grief or it can be showing up as... Um, lack of connection it can show up as lots of different things but just feeling into that that for a moment and then this is tough to get into sometimes because it can be so unconscious and it can be so hidden it can be so deep in the shadow realm but go like what is that showing me what what is that showing me what let's not make it about that person right so for this exercise, you do not get to make it about that person. We do not get to give our power away to that person. We do not get to project it onto them and say, well, they're judgmental. We don't get to do that just for this practice. And they might be judgmental as shit, right? And that's okay. But for this practice, because this is about us and this is about our empowerment and this is about our own inner work and our own evolution and our own consciousness. And so just for this moment, like, they are just the player in your play. They are just, they are just the play. This is your show. This is your play, right? It's your show, your show. You are the star of the show. They are just a player in your play, right? Which is kind of an analogy of all of life itself, right? And it's a really great way to start to see into things. And they are a player in your play. What, what are they playing? What are they showing you? What are they showing you, right? What, through their judgment of this, through their resistance to your path, through their whatever it's showing up for you, their, their abandonment or their lack of being able to show up or their lack of being able to be present or their lack of being able to hear, like what is it about you that is relating to that? Right? What is it about you that is in resonance or in harmony to that? Because it's in you know, resonance or harmony in a way, like we're, we're interacting with that energy. And so just really going like, okay, whew, what is this showing me about me? What is this showing me about me? I'll give you an example. I, this is intense. This one sucks to admit to. I've been admitting this one all over the place lately. Like my fear of spirituality, like it was a huge thing for me. Sounds crazy, right? Because of what I do in the world, but huge, huge monster of a shadow work piece that I had to work on for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, and years before I could ever come even anywhere near um, what I do now. But I would be in relationship, intimate partnership, and I would say um, they can't, they can't handle my truth or they can't handle the truth, or um, they don't believe, they don't believe my experiences. This is literally the voices that were, this is what I was telling myself. This was the um, thought patterning that was going on in my head was they, 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 there's not enough room in the relationship for me to talk about this or for me to share my experiences or they don't believe me or they're da, 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 da. You want to know what happened to me? Yeah. When I got in there, I got to see that actually they were more comfortable with my experiences than I was. 
they were more comfortable with everything that I was exploring than I was. It actually had nothing to do with them. Nothing to do with them. I was literally in my own karmic-y stuff and what I had to play out and you know them just being a player in the play. I made them play that role. I pushed them into playing that role. And that's, you know, we've all got our own little glasses on and we only see the world through the lenses we want to. Those were my lenses. Those were my lenses. Like, you can't accept this. This is too much for you. Bullshit, Sabrina. Bullshit. It was that I couldn't accept what was happening to me. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't accept it. They were fine. They were fine. They had no problem with it. It was me spinning in my own insecurities around it. My own fear. My, my it was all my stuff. For sure, they had their own stuff going on. But that was me. That was on me. So, <laughs> in my confession, um, maybe there's a little something there for you in relating in some way or resonating in some way or just me confessing goes like, oh, I don't do that, but I might do this. And it's, it's just a doorway in to see something about self that we may not have seen. Um, so there's the invitation. There's the invitation, always the invitation. The next invitation, um, reunion experience. We didn't plan on holding it again. Um, we didn't, but um, whew, big breath because it's a lot of work coming up. Um, just feels right. It just felt right. It just felt felt right. So um, I did say I was going to speak about that and really feeling into your own truth around that. Your own truth around that. What I just shared and the living reunion circle was more is not always more. <laughs> more is not always more. And so if you went through the reunion experience in February, a couple weeks ago, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna do it again because it's free and it's seven days and I wanna be in retreat. But it doesn't really feel true, right? Then don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. More is not always more. Um, just feeling into what's true for you, feeling into what's true for you. And if you did reunion experience, you're like, yeah, I actually know that it will be a very different experience for me. Or if you feel into it, you're like, yep, I'm going to sign up and I'm going to do workshop three again. Cause I didn't, I didn't feel like, um, I was done with that portion. Um, that invitation is there. And so I wanted to speak to that and just bring words to that for our community of, just really feeling into your truth and, and sharing. <laughs> so also feeling into your truth of if it feels true to invite someone into the reunion experience, if it feels right to share it with anyone, that invitation is there to bring someone into possibly your world or possibly the stuff that you do. And that could be super crazy scary too. Like, I invited my dad, right? I told my dad about the workshops. I'm like, dad, if you want to do workshops, you should do a reunion experience. It's open to men. <laughs> um, dad, I don't know if you're still here, uh, but uh, Malia, if you could post the link, that would be really fun. So dad, you actually have to go on that link and put your email address in there and that's it though. Or I could sign you up. You could just say, put me in Sabrina. <laughs> um, 
But anyways, that offer is there. That invitation is there. Um, I've loved being with you all. I love what we're doing in our community. Um, I love what the reunion experience did in our community and did in our Facebook group and what it's opened up and I don't know, just what it's done. So, and all of your shares and all of your love and all of your everything. Uh, I know that we have co-created a lot together over the last couple of weeks and I look forward to, to doing more of it. Um, so yeah, just a lot of love to you all. And <laughs> thanks, Leah. Here it is, especially for you, dad. <laughs> um, all right. So I will see you. Um, put me in. Hey, Malia, can you, can you get my dad in? <laughs> Dad's in. Dad's in. Dad, I'm going to be personally calling you after every day. Like, all right, Dad, how was Workshop One Heart Warrior? And then it'll be the next one I think is Power, Power and Purpose. I'll call you after that. Dad, I'll be like, Dad, are you feeling purposeful? Are you feeling, is it working? Is it working? Are you feeling purposeful? <laughs> Kenny, I won't do that, but I want to. <laughs> all right. I love you all. It's been absolutely awesome. Um, I will see you where I see you, when I see you, and how I see you. <laughs>